りつける重たいさだめの石にまるで押しつぶされて Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four toothfly nerds. For all of you toothfly nerds、mm. out there, as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind Episode 2. I don't have the episode title. Bucciaretti is coming! Bucciaretti is coming. <laughs> we do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. God, why did you say that? <laughs> Perfect. There you go. That's what we're that's what we're here for, people. <laughs> we do JoJo's Observatory Watch Along podcast. We make jokes like that. It's great. It's, jokes. It's great. <laughs> yeah, jokes is generous. <laughs> Mostly just yell obscenities at each other. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Oh. Golden Wind Episode 2. When we get it, we go straight into the opening and we get a new, just <gasps> fucking new、yeah. opening hype, Victor. We、yeah. just start on Fighting Gold and, um. I, I, want, I want your raw, untainted opinion right here. Okay. Give it to me raw, Victor. I like what Coda's doing here. Probably. Okay.、Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually, like, pretty hype about this. I think this opening's really good until. They transition from the verse into the chorus, and I think they kind of fumble that.、Uh, I, like, I don't think the chorus hits quite right.、Uh, I imagine that this is an opening that is way better in the full version than in the TV size. That's just a guess, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no, I think this opening's actually pretty good.、Uh, yeah, I think this uh, uh, opening's pretty hype.、Um, knowing that it was Coda going into this opening、uh, when I first heard it, I was a little let down. Mostly because I had built it up too much in my head. But I think it's a really good opening. I fucking love this opening. I, I love how peppy it is. I, I actually really like all the stands doing. Like, this is a very big departure from what we'd normally do for openings. Like, yeah.、Uh, the only spoiler in it is I already know. Like, I already. Like, the first time I watched this, I was like, I think these characters are going to die. <laughs> and you're like, based on what? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, based on motifs from older, like, openings, I think these are the characters that are going to die. And it <laughs> ended up being that way, and I was mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like,、uh, the visuals love, are really great, though. I think the visuals are, like, this, again, the worst JoJo opening is the best opening of any other show airing that season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I wish there was, it was more. It's not very dense, you know? It, you、mm-hmm. get the characters, you get their stands, which is good. Animated gorgeously, and yes, Coda. I think it was,、um, it was either the writer or composer of Cruel Angel's Thesis did this as well. Like, people hyped this、huh. song up, and Fighting Gold, I think, does deliver.、Yeah. But I, I just wish there was a little more to the opening. The yes, yes.、Uh, it, is, it is sparse compared to. Uh, some of our previous ones. Like, just like, compare this to something even as、uh, little as Chase, right? Like, Chase wasn't as、mm-hmm. densely packed as, you know, the openings for Stardust or, you know, Phantom、mm-hmm. or anything like that. And it was still way denser than this. I mean,、yeah. Chase is one of the densest ones that sees, honestly.、Uh, Unfortunately, mean,、yeah. noisy, bizarre towns. Despite these、uh, criticisms, I still think this is a very good opening. Like, it could be more. Mm hmm. 
but we'll, I'm I'm satisfied with what we have. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead go ahead and say it. The first uh-huh. like the first time the first time test, like the first time that you listen to a song. I think this one was my favorite the first time that I listened to it. Ooh, Ooh that's so, that's not bloody stream. That, I yeah. know that's not bloody stream, <laughs> but like this one was so hype for me. It's like I love the song. There are. I mean, I'm trying. It to took think. me a while to like Fighting Gold. I love yeah, it. It took now. me a, a few listens before I like really got into it. It's more so, of a grower than a shower for me. I thought yeah, this was definitely good. I thought this was good first first blush, but like. The only JoJo openings that have really gotten me on first listen are Bloody Stream and Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town. So <laughs> those are good yeah. and they're so good. Great days. I, I, I like I love the final um shot of the opening and it's just Giorno and like, like oh, a gold yes. bust. Yeah, this is a really good good image. It's got like so fucking weird. holy grails around him and stand arrows and shit. He's got like chefs with shirt, shirtless chefs leaning on his ladybugs. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> shirtless chefs leaning on his ladybugs. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. That's, that's literally what I'm looking at right here. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to say it again so you could hear the words back at yourself. <laughs> and I liked them even better the second time. <laughs> With his hair turbines just, you know, t- embossed right in the front there. Revved up and ready to go. <laughs> Are y'all, y'all ready y'all for ready the, to get into the, episode? the first mini episode of this two-parter episode? <laughs> <laughs> this you is ready very- for some... Tragic backstory. Very uh, strange place to put this. Well, we go we go from one amazing image of Giorno to another one, though. I'm oh, in oh, front yeah. of all this graffiti with the big blonde Giorno. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this shot. <laughs> Why is he standing like that? Uh, that's how gang stars fucking stand, Joe. You wouldn't know. got a serious BDE right there. Uh, all right. So, again, we that's have... That's a power uh, squat. A JoJo mom, which means she's hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but she's not a JoJo mom because she's a total bitch. Yeah, no, that tracks. Floozy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not she's even, a bad mom. Not even <laughs> not even in a fun Lisa Lisa way. Come on, I know. <laughs> like her friends, like don't you have a baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be <laughs> fine at home. <laughs> I'm leaving this two year old home alone. I gotta slut it up. You Come know on, what? don't. Don't hold me down. <laughs> you can slut it up all you want. Just fucking hire a babysitter. Uh, yes, you there you go. <laughs> do you do you understand how fucking like angry this made me? Yeah, <laughs> the, the yeah. person with a newborn child. Yes, the person with a two. Let's just old, leave like, this like one year old at home without a parent or any way to watch him. <laughs> like I'm just looking at this apartment and this just this kid like terrified in his crib and I'm like fuck you fuck <laughs> yep. you go to hell. <laughs> Yeah, little baby Giorno's at home and nobody's there. Aww. It's so sad. What? How old were y'all when your parents let you stay home alone? Probably long, uh, uh, younger than they should have. But also, <laughs> um, I had an older brother. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah, this, stay, doesn't, this doesn't count for most of us. Stay home yeah. alone is not a thing for me. Like, it's, it never right. was. <laughs> I was the older sibling. Y'all are the younger siblings. Yeah. Not, not only was I a younger sibling, my mom's parents lived in my parents' house, right? So we had yeah. 24-7 caretaking. 
And I had a ton of like aunts, uncles, and cousins that lived in that house too. So that just sounds yeah. like a nightmare to me. I mean, you've seen how big my parents' house was. They bought that I house know. specifically to fit all those people in it. Uh, That's a big house. Yeah. That's too many people. So, Joey, yeah. answer your own question. I don't know. I was probably like 10, 11. It was mostly because, like, when I could be sure that my sister wouldn't die. <laughs> my, the younger sibling. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. Um, His mom Parent sucks. of the year. Yeah, no. Uh, his stepfather's also terrible. Yep. But, it, but at he least seems he seems got... so nice at first. I no, hate what narrator Kun says here. It's just as you'd expect. It as is I'm different like... when behind closed doors. And I'm like, what do you mean oh, as no. I'd expect? I didn't expect that. <laughs> Everybody expects a... step parents to be bad, right? No. Had a bad experience. And he's really just painting a <laughs> all step parents. Yeah, this is like the first appearance of narrator Kun this season. He's really given us the like the real sob story here <laughs> wasn't ready for it. It, it i think it's a mistake that this this baby doesn't look anything like Jorno. like why does Jorno have to go through like a metamorphosis before we see him on screen he still has bad hair that's, that's <laughs> he's the, got a terrible bulk as a kid and he it, has this weird air intakes as, a, as an adult that's the or power of golden old. experience <laughs> it turned him into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> Where is Dio in this picture? He fucked his mom and left and died. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where he met her or how or I mean, the logistics like, of any of that. It's like we've okay. been slowly retconning Dio in Japan over and over again. Like First we get uh, the Okuyasu backstory and now we get this. Like So Dio's... <laughs> Or sorry, Jorno's mom was a party girl. I'm imagining Dio going to a club and meeting her. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can see Dio as a raver. Dio threw a, a like a Gatsby party. That's what happened. No, no that, that's way less fun to imagine. I could just see him at like like a rave, and the, like every, he's standing still on the dance floor, and she approaches him, and he's like, Oh, you're approaching me. That's <laughs> like people are grinding around in the background. I can't get Flashing that dick lights. if I don't get any close. <laughs> yeah. And of course, she can't see his face. <laughs> She's just looking at his back. He is, of course, shirtless. The star is visible. Like, <laughs> of course, Dia shirtless. I love a man with an inexplicable neck scar. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question. Did he have to get invited into that club? No, those vampires <laughs> don't work like that in JoJo, Tim. Come on. Also, he's got Jonathan's body now. He doesn't really even do the same vampire things anymore. Could Jonathan's body enter, but not Dio? Yeah, that's just not <laughs> <laughs> Like, he separates and goes, like, spider form again. <laughs> you think he brought would bring Pet Shop to the club? I would. Yeah. You haven't seen Pet Shop dance after he takes a few fucking shots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. until then. You think the Darbies <laughs> took him out in the town? Is this Fuck a... no, they hate each other. Is this how he yeah. met Enyaba? Did he meet uh, Enyaba's son like in a club somewhere? I, oh, I thought you meant he met Enyaba in a club. I Just her on the dance floor twerking. twerking it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm short. trying to... <laughs> trying to put her in a like club. Like what you just, see. It doesn't work. 
<laughs> oh god, she'd be doing a tongue thing too. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> Why else did you think he kept her around? You freak! <laughs> 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 You're in good company, Joey. Oh, God. (laughs) What were we doing? (laughs) Tiny baby Giorno. Yeah, Giorno's learning how to read people from his stepfather. His last name is Shibana. Get it? Shibana? Shibana Giorno? I don't get it. It's it's the same. It's the exact same name. What? In in Japanese, Giovanna would be katakana as Shibana. Oh, Giorno, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, his first name Haruno sounds a little bit like Giorno. Okay, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Why he ends up with a the, the same Italian last name as his original? Like he doesn't take his dad's last name, I guess. But why does he Italianize his Japanese last? I, well, when he got to Italian Ellis Island, they couldn't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's Giorno Giovanna. <laughs> okay. Canonized. Canonized. <laughs> Head canon accepted. Just randomly paint Italy with that racist backstory from our country. <laughs> to, to be fair, this is Italy as envisioned through a Rocky's eyes. And uh, you know what? Just racism everywhere. Racism no. everywhere. Completely chock a block of crime. <laughs> Man, so, I hate Italy. <laughs> <laughs> what what did Italy do to Iraqi? What Italy hurt you, Iraqi? <laughs> These uh, the, we cut to a scene of Giorno getting bullied. Uh, sure. A cop gets like bought off. I, I don't know. Uh, I, he turns around and sees a dead body or a person a dying body. in an alleyway. <laughs> Not a dead body, but he sees somebody just lying there bleeding out in an alleyway. Uh, this is the formative moment of Giorno's life, and this is hilarious. <laughs> it's really sad how unaffected this makes. Like, just the dead look in his eyes. That's the depression, Joey. Yeah. I know. It's a bad thing. It's, it's a clinical really depression in an eight-year-old. Yeah. I do love how, like, sexually he's excited to lie to these other people. Like, this is the only thing that makes him happy anymore. Man, he did this guy people. Uh, Oh, real solid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you never rat in anyone, right? Nah. Yeah, they but he's got like four <laughs> really intimidating gangsters just standing around him. He's like, hey, you see a man with long, dark hair around here? Death he's- would be a release for him at this point, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> he fears no man. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, he doesn't even care if these gangsters fucking did him in right here. He's doing a fucking favor. <laughs> But instead, he points in the other direction. He's like, no, the guy went that way. Which Look, is- he he knows no snitching. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ain't a bitch. This is what's going Lord. to lead him to be a great gang star later. No snitching. <laughs> <laughs> so he covers for this guy. She shows up and becomes his like, mafioso guardian angel. Godfather. I love this movie. Oh, guys, this is the first moment his uh, his stand power manifested. Yeah. That made grass grow over him. Uh, that's I, that that's might that might be how his stand power works. I don't know. 
Yeah, <laughs> sure, whatever. Um, what? I, let me tell you, by the end of the series, I still don't know how Golden Wind works. Oh, I mean, uh, Golden Experience. Let's just call it, it Golden Wind. It's going to be easier. <laughs> God damn it. I'm uh, so fucked. <laughs> so, so this mob boss, like, makes Jorno's life amazing. Yeah, all, of, all of those bullies won't fucking beat him up anymore. His dad's his fucking step stepdad stops beating him. The ice cream man gives him more ice cream. Yeah. Fuck yeah. This guy is just like this kid gets everything from now on. <laughs> I mean it's it's cool because he's like, yeah, I will never forget what you did. Kid saved his life. Yeah. This is what you do. I like that this 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 mobster Threaten some kids, <laughs> and these kids are like now <laughs> treating him like a fucking saint. <laughs> Come sit by us, Jordo. We got you a yeah. seat. We also <laughs> want a mafioso guardian angel. <laughs> uh, but it's not all sunshine and roses. This gang well, dad. It kind of is, though, right? I don't it care. Kinda- no, let this see him commit a murder. <laughs> let Gang Dad commit murders. He probably he's probably doing the right thing. Well, maybe somebody shouldn't be selling on his turf. You ever thought of that? <laughs> this child runs up and pulls a gun on him, <laughs> and Gang Dad is so cool as a cucumber the whole time. He's like, "No, kid, your dad was an asshole. He kid. deserved to die. Kid. Put the kid. gun down. <laughs> your dad, your dad was, was a piece of shit. Your dad was Get selling wrecked. drugs to women and kids." He deserved that bullet in the face. <laughs> in, instead of being terrified of this moment, Jorno's like, you know what? Maybe he was right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the day Jorno decided to be a, a gangster. So Araki started with the pun and then built the part around it, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I feel like there's just gang star written on a whiteboard somewhere. <laughs> there's just a bunch of red strings coming off of it. No, no, just four underlines and circles. Yup. Stars in all caps. Gang isn't. There's a dash between them. Araki's like, yes. Sometimes I scare even myself with it. Why does he have such a hard on for stars? I don't know. Stars what do you nice. got against stars, Grant? Yeah, what's wrong with stars? I don't know. It's just, uh, don't worry. No, fuck no, it. No. No. I love it. It's, a, it's okay. Oh. We get the best transition in fucking history. I love that we, we get this, like, this the little time lapse of him growing up, and then just the last two of him changing from the black hair to the blonde hair, and then the purple outfit. It's like not it's even the up. same person. It's not even close. Jordo <laughs> have one hell of a glow up here. Yeah, honestly, fucking, he looks great. Yep, the purple suit does a lot. I just love how his signature pose is just to open that boob window yeah. even more. Oh, yeah. And then we smash cut back to the episode we were having. With <laughs> it's just lick. With yeah. a lick. <laughs> nice good lick. This is the best moment to come back in. That is a like fucking yeah. chef's kiss. Every episode she starts the sweat. Amazing. It's so good. God, I wish Bruno would lick me like this. I know. He will. First you gotta lie though. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna lie to him. Yeah, I know. He'd fucking kill me. He'd end me. <laughs> and in like a terrible, he would he would use my body as a puppet. Yeah, Jordan Sticky Fingers is a really cool stand. It's very upsetting. Was was what baby Jordan supposed to be? What like 
did he design Bucciaretti as Giordo's final form and then realize later on that like he can't do that? Because <laughs> it's like the same haircut and everything. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's a more believable transition. That's true. Mm. <sighs> okay, you know what isn't believable? What? That Bucciaretti starts. We we get the first half of the fight, part of the fight again, and Bucciaretti is surprised that Giorno. This person, this man standing in front of him, looking as he is, it's <laughs> like, wait, you're a stand user? <laughs> like, like, Bruno does Bruno. not understand Baby. the rules here yet. Doesn't know yet. Bruno knows a lot of stand users. We, we like, the rest of us <laughs> yeah, knows given, like, given the people he knows, he should know better. Right. Like, he almost knows exclusively stand users. All right, so he also knows... People in his gang that aren't stand user, like Luca, and Luca fucking looks like this. Yeah, he does so, look like a stand user. Uh, Luca, I think Luca's a stand user. <laughs> I th- I'm the shuffle was his stand. Yeah, I'm convinced he was a stand user who died before he got to use the stand. Uh... <laughs> so we get this the, the funicular fight here with <laughs> golden wind versus sorry gold experience versus sticky fingers sticky zipperman finger. <laughs> <laughs> i fucking Just... love this because i don't know sticky fingers is my favorite stand this season easily easily sticky fingers I, is I, top I, tier stand i i love the design i love the power the power is so good because it has such a strong aesthetic it's just you create zippers on everything, yeah. And like you can, the yeah, amount of bullshit Araki does seconds. with zippers that I'm able to actually accept, yeah, um, is amazing. Because unlike Giorno's power, I kind of just accept all of Bucciarati's zipper nonsense whole cloth. Sure, like that's the mark of a good protagonist power. One that is kind of infinitely scalable, but every time you do something else with it, the audience just goes. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you built it into the flavor of it, and the audience just accepts it. Yeah. And, like, he continues to do cooler and cooler stuff with it, and it always feels appropriate. Because uh, it's, so- it's sort of like a pocket dimension thing, but he can also sort of open things up and put them together. It- it's very weird. Like, this power wouldn't even make sense if it wasn't zippers. Somehow the zippers makes it more understandable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, actually. <laughs> like, it just doesn't work if you're just cutting holes in things, you know? <laughs> I, I, the more I think about it, it, the less it makes sense. But if I don't think about it at all, it feels really satisfying. Yep. God, we get the super sound effects like it's fucking Common Rider game in here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gold Experience has the most bullshit power, and I don't understand it whatsoever. <laughs> he punches. He, Buc- <laughs> he punches Bucciarati across the 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 subway cart. Uh, whatever it is, Camering. Funicular. Funicular. I, I don't. Crepuscular. I don't know words. Um, and what does this power do, guys? He gives it them makes them go energy. berserk or he something. He astral projects them. You know, it's like in Doctor Strange when they punch, like the the Ancient One punches uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's soul out of his body. It's like that. But then they also get get slowed down. But they also get like superpower. But they don't. But they don't. Uh, (laughs) This sequence makes no sense. (laughs) They think they do. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The answer is, this was confusing and then Araki stops this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you know what? I think this is about halfway point in the fight. I think we can all guess that we're going with 
Zipper Man is our reference Sticky. this time, right? <laughs> Zipper Man? Yeah, well, somebody tell me about Zipper the history Man. of zippers. <laughs> is Zipper Man a music <laughs> reference? I'm going to look up to see if Zipper Man's a reference to anything. <laughs> zippers, you know, the clothes fastener. Let's go, Victor. Let's learn about zippers. As it turns out, Zipper Man, if you type it into, uh, into Google, the first thing that comes up is the Sticky Fingers page on the wiki. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sticky <laughs> Fingers. Zipper Man by the Queen Anne's. What? Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't yeah, know. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Sticky Fingers is a music reference. Let's go, Victor. Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, everyone. We're finally into Golden Wind, and this week we are tackling the Rolling Stones' 11th studio album, Sticky Fingers. Released in 1971, it's the first Rolling Stones album recorded after the death of founding member Brian Jones in 1969. And it continues the Stones' return to their blues rock roots, as established by their previous two albums, Beggar's Banquet and Let It Bleed. Critics praised Sticky Fingers as one of the best albums of the year, and it was the first Stones album to top the British and American album charts. Its legacy has only grown in the decades since, with nearly unanimous perfect scores from retrospective review collections. Even in the 2020 edition of the Rolling Stone 500, at a time when deliberately raunchy guitar rock like this is at its absolute nadir, Sticky Fingers held onto a place in the list at number 104. But if I'm going to be honest, the music is actually not the most interesting or important part of the album. It's actually the packaging. The original record sleeve was designed by Andy Warhol's art collective, The Factory. The cover art is a black and white photo of a man from the belt down to about mid-thigh, clad in tight jeans that show off a very noticeable bulge. Uwu. This by itself would not be that remarkable, but the sleeve included a real working zipper over the zipper man's crotch, and if you unzipped it, you could fold back a bit of the cover to reveal a second image of underwear behind it, part of a larger image similarly framed to the cover art that you could see in full once you opened the whole thing up. The design, made possible by album art innovator Craig Braun and his company Sound Packaging Division, was something totally unheard of, instantly memorable, and definitely identifiable with the raunchy swagger of the Rolling Stones. Unfortunately, this cover design was not used for reissues of the album. Retailers found that the bulky sleeve and zipper damaged the vinyl inside when the records were stacked on top of one another, so further pressings of the album would just use the cover art on a traditional sleeve. But wait, there's more! Sticky Fingers also introduced us to another iconic piece of art that was both instantly memorable and definitely identifiable with the raunchy swagger of the Rolling Stones. See, the band had just finished out their record company contract, and Sticky Fingers was their first release on their brand new label, Rolling Stones Records. So it was the first record to feature the Rolling Stones' now iconic Tongue and Lips logo. Originally designed in black and white by British graphic artist John Pash in 1970, the Stones had used it for the promotional material of their European tour that year. 
but when it came time to use it on an album, they shipped it to Craig Braun for additional work. And his team eventually came up with the bright red version that ended up on the inner sleeve of the record and on basically every piece of Rolling Stone's promo and merch released in the last 40 years. So between the logo, the cover, and the music itself, Sticky Fingers has one of the most enduring legacies of any album. It was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1994. The tongue and lips emblem has been consistently rated the best and most famous logo in the history of popular music, and the innovative record jacket was called the greatest album cover of all time by VH1 in 2003. We came in on its lead single, Brown Sugar, and now we will go out on its only other single, Wild Horses. Sticky fingers, everyone. Could make me Victor, wild horses couldn't drag me away from this JoJo podcast. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yes, I, I, I could not come up with a good follow-up for that one. It's because it was too good stud to all the silence. Sure. <laughs> oh, my brain horses. just would not come up with a joke there. I feel like it's a the... failure as a comedian, but also not really, because what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's the name of one of the, the, the songs on that album. Yes, obviously, but like... <laughs> Joe, you're not that powerful. Wild horses could kick your ass. I know. <laughs> you're right. Regular horses could kick my ass. It don't even have to be wild. <laughs> wild ponies could kick your ass. About what size of a horse would you need before you feel like you could take it? I, could I don't kick, know. I could kick little Sebastian's ass. Yeah, I think little Sebastian size maybe. One of those little piggy horses. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even put it at 100% odds. But there's so much power packed in that small frame. Yeah, they could probably just like bite through my Achilles tendon, and then my, then my head's in biting range, and why then I'm just done. <laughs> why are you letting little Sebastian in your tendon range? He's so quick. He's <laughs> <laughs> so powerful. But it's like, imagine imagine trying to fight like a good-sized dog. Like you you lose that fight every time, right? So, like... <laughs> just imagining, I'm just imagining trying to kick the horse and I'm catching my foot in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Nani? <laughs> it's just like the anime ca- catching someone's fist. Nani? Stundoka. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, this half of the fight um, ends somehow. I'm not even going to try and unpack it it doesn't make it <laughs> oh, yeah Bucciarati goes full like uh, after image mode he, he's like moving super fast everything's going in slow motion and he punches Giorno and goes all the way through sure whatever that's that's how your power works but alright go on <laughs> I like that Giorno is like huh that's weird that's how that works there's no way he could know this <laughs> yeah no right like, <laughs> there's literally like no scene. way he could have divined that's what happened 
Right. I like the cut of Boudreaux looking back at his body, moving like a fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the fight ends with the the iconic Jordo pose. It's yes. so good. Just like, him like molesting a stand. Why? Why are you <laughs> no. doing this to Golden Wind? Oh yeah. I thought you were talking about. Oh. I thought you were talking about Bucciaretti's fucking iconic pose. Oh no, of that's him good out. <laughs> also good. <laughs> See you. Yeah, but we God. just get to see Giorno rubbing his hands this, over his Stan's abs. This Giorno pose is so good because it's a double pose with his stand. Oh yeah, it's and a it's, it's a paired pose, a duo pose, and it is. This is the most sexual pose I've seen in the show. <laughs> this is the most stand sexual thing I've ever seen. Yes. Oh yeah. Standosexual. <laughs> Don't ever talk to me or my stand again. It's yeah, we gay. What about it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep scrolling. Talk shit. <laughs> uh, Bukharani isn't killed by this because gold experience is actually pretty weak. <laughs> they get into like a fight, but then Bukharani's like, you know what? I can just leave and <laughs> then I can kill you somehow. later. He <laughs> <laughs> just zips. He uh, puts a, a zipper in the, bo- in the bottom of the dream. Uh, the tram. Ridiculous. <laughs> whatever i'll never remember that joey and he just like he just pieces out this is the greatest and i love him i Vic- love it victor i want you to describe the emotions you felt seeing vukarati exit through the zipper I'm like okay where does that zipper lead there's just a pocket dimension on the other side turns out there isn't he just goes through the tram and just appears on the sidewalk yeah he can See leave ya. through it it goes through the wall I'm it's, sure Zipperman uh, caught him. It's just, it's very, life has many doors, Ed Boy. <laughs> life has life many has doors, Ed Boy. Jojo. Ugh. Life has many Fucking... zippers, Jojo. So, Jordo uh, knows he has to chase him down because. <laughs> Bucciaretti is in a fucking gang and will have him murdered. <laughs> also, even if he wasn't and he wanted to kill him anyway, he could just zipper in to wherever he is at any time. <laughs> Nowhere is safe. <laughs> like, you imagine just sleeping in your bed and then just a zipper opens in your wall, like... <laughs> no! I mean, I had to sweep the Velcro on all my clothes. <laughs> Bruno is the perfect fucking safecracker. Yeah. You can just pass through walls, sort of. <laughs> it, you know, other people can just, go through a zipper. Why right? are you in somebody else's fucking gang? Oh, yes. Steal to your it. heart's content. By the way, I like that the our two deuteragonist stands here of uh, Gold Experience and Sticky Fingers are mm-hmm. kind of just like modified and slightly powered down versions of our last two main stands, <laughs> uh, Crazy Diamond and The Hand. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I yeah. would not call cold experience power. Do down. not <laughs> say that. <laughs> you you might not know this, but golden experience is actually way better and in a worse way. <laughs> God, I still can't wrap my head around this power. Don't I understand King Crimson better than this? <laughs> that's saying a lot. And that stand doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, King Crimson makes perfect sense. 
<laughs> said the liar. Said the liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. Golden experiences powers gives you more power that makes you think that you're going into the future, but you're actually just standing still. All right, dude. Get, like, I need you to come down. I need you to stop taking whatever drugs you're taking. It can also turn inanimate objects into living objects. How is that just not one power? <laughs> also, it reflects damage. No! <laughs> also. I actually really like that. I really like the idea. I really wish they had stuck with that. <laughs> nope. It's like... A, a, uh, Rocky got two steps into the stand making process where he was just like, uh, it's like, okay, it turns inanimate objects into living objects, and the living objects are totally safe because all attacks on them get reflected. Okay. There we avoided some animal cruelty, you know? Alright? And it's like, I mean, wait, what That would he... be an interesting stand to use as a fight. Like, yeah, right? I, I can think. Yeah. And then he gets to this and he's like, wait, what if he uses it on a living object? Like, what if he uses something... it so it's already alive? And when Jorno says, living. when Jorno says, I don't even know what would happen if I did this. I've never done it. That's Iraqi writing his literal thoughts onto the page at the time. Like, <laughs> I like to think that he like cliffhangered that chapter and then came back in the next chapter and he was like, all right, I have an idea. <laughs> no, no. See, he did this, like, one chapter was before, like, a month break or something and it came back. He's like, what was I doing? What was I doing with Giorno again? Um, what does this Dan do? I guess, like, this is clearly someone picking up a work way later for getting the plot. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, understandable. Yep. So, Pukarati uh, tries to get away. Jorno chases him, and Pukarati hides in a group of people. Literally inside of one of them. <laughs> inside of a group of people. <laughs> Amazing. Jorno quickly deduces, maybe he zipped his way into one of these people's body, which is really upsetting. <laughs> Honestly, that is the worst version of this. Why wait, does wait, wait. he have a zipper zone that he can go into like how, this? How many people thought it was the fly? They saw the fly, and they thought that Bruno was in the fly and making his getaway. Not even for a second, but that makes way more sense than what happened. 100%. Well, I, de- it's, it's I definitely exactly had the thought cross my mind. It's cut exactly that way. Jorno goes, which one is he in? And then the next thing you see is the fly, like, zoomed in on it. I'm like, any other work in history, that's what he's in. We're just cutting to Bruno getting away. No, like, no yeah. Victor, they don't It'd make... It would be a rocky make, move. They don't make zippers that small. <laughs> yeah, Victor, what really happened is that Giorno turned Bukarati's tooth into a fly, so then the fly flew back to Bukarati. So, this so is the ability. Fucking stupid. It, this so is the, the ability that, that he drives. uses the most. <laughs> the blood had dried, and, and so it wasn't Giorno, part of him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Giorno just says some bullshit and is like, I figured the fly would try to find its way back to you. No, what? that's not how that works. Every you other know. inanimate object you've turned into a living thing goes to you yeah. instead. Like teeth or... like No, but teeth like to go back to their user, Victor. No! You know, no! He's never used a, that makes me happy. He's never used it on a living thing before. Well, okay, is the tooth alive? Could he even like, just punch him in the mouth and turn his teeth into flies? No, I'm telling you, Probably. it's because the, the tooth had been away from Bruno for long enough. Because Are you sure? No. No. No, no I'm not. <laughs> I just want to apply the crazy diamond rule to this. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works. I'm not either. I'm not sure how it works at all. But now you know what happens to your teeth when the tooth fairy gets to them, so <laughs> good luck. Turns into flies, flies and they go to Bruno Bucarati. <laughs> it's Giorno, the tooth fairy. <laughs>
<laughs> no, Jorno can't be the tooth fairy because he would never leave you money. He would definitely wipe it through your drawers and take it instead. <laughs> well, I think he's he would supposed leave to you. Leave, he's supposed good. to leave you like a fiver, and instead he leaves you, leaves you a quarter, and then steals you, and then robs you, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then robs you, and then and then like takes the batteries out of your remotes and everything. <laughs> Wow, that's what a day. <laughs> he doesn't even uh, just take them, he turns them into frogs or something. <laughs> so, I actually like this last fight when Jordo uh, catches Bukarati, knocks him uh, knocks him out of that guy. Yeah, it's it doesn't matter. Uh, this fight's cool. Everything turns creamsicle and we got a good ass stand fight here. Wait, so can it's, we can we discuss why Bukarati comes out cuz the dude No. The no, dude punches the fly, <laughs> no. which reflects the damage back at him, and for some reason, he just erupts from, yeah, the erupts from his zipper dimension and is also injured by this. I don't understand. Yeah. We all, everyone this, knows this poor stranger, this thirteen-year-old, this this kid looked thirteen. No, no, this kid looks 30. I wrote yeah, that down. Yeah, like, thirteen. It's a, it's a JoJo thirteen. <laughs> Yeah. It's a hard Jojo 13. Yeah. Well, drugs will do that to you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Shh, that's later. We can't we can't reveal that yet. Oh no. We, we get a good stand fight here where it's like this whoever lands good. the first blow first wins. It, it turns creamsicle, everything it, it's they well swap animated. colors. It's very it's confusing cool. for a second because now Giorno is silver and Bruno is gold. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Jordan lands a blow, but it wasn't really Bukarati's arm because he swapped his arm with the kid's one by zipping <laughs> like, it. What the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> no, but I'm like, okay, yeah, that sure. It's pretty cool. It's a great use of his power. Yeah. yeah. I dig and it. And so he was able to avoid going like berserk uh, from Jordan's power, and then he lands a, like. A quick jab to the the stomach of Jorno and sends him flying. So so if we assume that this kid is like just like high out of his mind right now, right? <laughs> and he's his arm just got hit by golden experience. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that really is, fuck. That Bad really trip. extends the heroin high. <laughs> He'll be chasing that dragon for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, he's overdosing it like in a week. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, Jorno wins and spares Bukarati here by like by throw he rips his arm off and throws it at Bukarati, winning the fight. <laughs> this is amazing. Like this, this is, is so fucking hardcore. amazing. I love this scene. Yeah, Jorno's arm is like half hanging off because it's been zipper fried, and he just rips the remaining part of it off and <sighs> hucks it at Bukarati. <laughs> <sighs> Which lets him use his stand to hit Bucciaretti to overload his senses or fucking whatever. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Something. Something. Win the fight. Win but the he fight. Knows, <laughs> he knows Bucciaretti's a good man because he didn't, he, he was felt sad about, and like, he just makes up all this shit about Bucciaretti that happens to be true. And he's like, now join me to kill your boss. End of episode. Like, End of episode. He takes a long time to say it, but it's like no substance There's to anything. There's just so out. much random exposition in this goddamn episode <laughs> that feels very messy okay but the scene of like like bruno like freaking the fuck out because now giorno has the upper hand and he's gonna punch him in the face and it's gonna hurt a lot is amazing and it's good. I, I, good i could live in that moment for as long as bruno does <laughs> it's delicious oh. oh 
I didn't get to oh. make this joke earlier. No, but, go ahead. Uh, I'll cut it back in. I won't. Giorno's mafioso godfather. Yeah, yeah do you want? <laughs> Giorno's mafioso godfather. I was referring to him as Neo Speedwagon the whole time. Anybody else <laughs> yeah. get that vibe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. Why don't we ever talk about him again? Why doesn't he come back? <laughs> we just Shush. get the Speedwagon we don't Foundation, know that. and that's all we get out of Speedwagon or Neo Speedwagon ever again. <laughs> Speedwagon died an eligible bachelor. Right. <laughs> with, his, with his collection of scarves and his longtime roommate. <laughs> this picture of Jonathan Joestar. <laughs> Why didn't he ever get married? I don't know. Weird. <laughs> and then we get <laughs> freaking you. It, it just comes straight into the Oh, it's so, so horny. It's simultaneously the I least appropriate and most appropriate head. song for the ending theme. Freaking you is all I need to know. I love this song. It's so good. I need your this body. Song is so good. <laughs> and the fact that it caps off a JoJo episode is even better. <laughs> mm. Uh, it's a it's slide so show horny. It's, it's so goddamn horny. Every every time he closes, you close your eyes. Yeah, it, it's just I. It feels so right though because the show it is does. just so horny, like all the time. Even if Araki yeah. never puts it in the text, it's always the text. Uh, it's super text. Yeah. <laughs> the ending visuals suck. It's like a disco ball with slideshow. Oh yeah, we're back to like yeah. straight up like roundabout levels of ending visuals yeah. here. But yeah, I know <laughs> roundabout was more dynamic than this. A roundabout quality of ending theme though. <laughs> we got uh, we got spoiled by Walk Like an Egyptian and I Want You. It's uh, yeah. God, I want you was so good. Uh, who's yes. your, who's your like? So you've seen. The Bucciaretti crew, like, twice now, opening and ending. Who's your favorite so far? Just design. Uh, you know, I don't I don't really know. All I know is, Mister! Mister! <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh I can't wait. I can't wait. My favorite. I, I mean, like, I've heard tons and tons of things about how fucking dumb Naranja is, and he certainly looks it. Uh... <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I, Misa's it, way dumber than Naranja. <laughs> but, uh, what I is with this guy's a, pants with the holes in it? It's tough competition. What's with the Swiss cheese pants? <laughs> <laughs> Poor cheese boy. Pants, oh God. God, he has Swiss cheese sleeves too. What the fuck is that outfit? I, like, yeah, I don't want to talk about Fugo. I like the, the, <laughs> I like the math theme stuff going on here with this character. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird that she has a math theme. So, so, Victor, how'd you like the episode? Okay, um, this is a weird and bad episode. No! <laughs> I, but, 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 but. I want to believe, I want, want, want to believe that Araki is actually going into this part with some idea of the end in mind. Like, he's setting up, <laughs> he's setting up something, he's setting up something, and I want to believe he will follow through with it in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Interesting. The way he did it with Diamond and just waffled around for half a season before figuring out what he wanted to do. <laughs> God damn it, oh my God. Let me have this. Victor, 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 Victor. Victor. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up. Oh, good joke, Victor. <laughs> no. A Rocky, why are you so like this? 
This season is going to be... You're going to hate the season, I think. No! That's, that's, my, uh, see, that's my bet. I already love the season a lot more than the first time. This episode oh, is a mess, but I, and it's so iconic. <laughs> I can't I can't say if I'm going to love this one again. Like I love Golden Wind the first time. I know it's not as good as any other season, I'll be honest. But I'm sorry. Like, like I can't, I can't judge right now to, to know if I'm going to love this again. Uh, because I'm such a fucking Bruno Stan, it's impossible. <laughs> uh, Bruno, best it's character in JoJo. Boy. It's true. Uh, that's a, that's that a bold claim, claim, though. I think it's yeah, true, though, actually. Victor doesn't know yet, but you'll know. You'll, you'll know. You'll know in time. It's the best, but uh, Mista is actually my favorite of the season, so whatever. <laughs> hey. uh, all right, well, thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. Uh, you can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zarum, where I'll be posting, uh, I, I guess, a couple of horny journo on uh, Golden Experience pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. Find the podcast on Twitter at Joestar All Stars. Get your episodes wherever you usually get them, and you know Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, JoestarAllStars.fireside.fm. And if you want to contact the podcast, feel free to send something to JoestarAllStars at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, please review. A lot of we know new people come in during these like the opening of the season. So if you're new here. Thank you for listening to this really dumb production we put together yeah, every thanks week. thanks for listening. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry you came in during the garbage fire. <laughs> it's always been a garbage fire, Tim. <laughs> and for those of you that have get, sat through the entire garbage fire so far, you're even, you're just as special. You're wonderful. <laughs> we love everyone who listens to it. Um, we love all of our trash pandas out there. Yeah. Watch, watch as we proceed. Did you just say our listeners are special and you love them? Please don't. <laughs> watch as we proceed to not only not put out the fire... Of the trash. We actually pour gasoline on it. It's all, all downhill from here. The baby. gasoline of life. <laughs> yeah, it's like... God, the gas- God damn it, I had that note and forgot damn it. it. <laughs> Thank you, Victor. The gasoline of life. Uh, have a- check the Twitter where we posted our official, unofficial Twitter Discord server. Thank you for that together, Dune. Um, we're there occasionally. And, you know, love hearing from y'all. Yeah. Fans are great. Fans are great. Joey has to read hate mail this time. I know we haven't <laughs> talked about it, but Joey was the last one to this day. Nobody, nobody sends hate mail, Tim. Nobody sends, nobody hate, sends mail. hate mail. It's all good mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only good mail. I know, but I haven't done the joke in a while, and I felt I, I felt like I should bring it back. Are we bringing back all jokes? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, um, always. Yeah. Uh, so. Deep fridge. This is, this is <laughs> does the zipper zone go to the deep fridge? No, oh, I, no I, I don't like this anymore. Beef, baby. <laughs> Ooh, beef. that's it's a, a deep, real. It's a real cut. Italian beef, baby. <laughs> Joey wants to fuck Inyaba. God, these are perfect jokes to introduce people to. <laughs> We're gonna cut all these out. Hey, hey new listeners, <laughs> you want some Here's incomprehensible and not very funny <laughs> jokes out of context? They're hilarious yeah. in context, but we can't even tell you where they happened. <laughs> You're cutting all this out, right? No, God, absolutely not. So. Oh, no. One take. <laughs> Hey, hey, here's a joke. Here's a joke they make in the episode. Though her Chorno's mom was very attractive, she was far from a model parent. Get it? Get it? Get it? That's the actual translation! I, I only just got it. Thank you, Victor. 
That's kind of funny. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, for real? <laughs> God, that's the kind of joke some like uh, freaking Forensic Files makes. Even though she may have been a beauty pageant queen, she was far from a model parent. <laughs> yeah. As the, the picture dun, dun, inverts dun. colors. Yeah. <laughs> yup. Yup. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you all for watching this is just Charles Star signing out for all of you tooth fly nerds out there <laughs> say goodbye Jojo goodbye Jojo every time I close my eyes I'm waking up in the morning I want every anime ending to be a 90s R&B song. Just the horniest ones you can find, like Pony by Genuine. They should all just be freaking you. Like at the end of a sad episode of Evangelion. Every time I It's the perfect ending. It's just Ray spinning in the background. I wake up feeling so... Don't change the visuals. It's the perfect ending. Just cut out real folk blues instead. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It works at every show. <laughs> Especially all those like shitty like the just sh- every shonen anime that has like a really sad slow ending. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gone. It's freaking you now. Every yeah. episode. How much better would, how much better would I'm Log gonna... Horizon have been if freaking you was the ending? <laughs> I'm trying to think of any who wouldn't approve it. I want to be the pirate king. This planet has five minutes left before it explodes. Chala head chala should just be replaced with that. The opening and ending of Dragon Ball Z should be freaking him. I'm just imagining like the like I don't know Ranma one half. Uh, like just Obviously dumb slice Ranma of life anime. It's like this pretty shit. horny already. <laughs> Every overly horny like harem show, Chobin. <laughs> <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> so I typed in um, uh, freaking you AMVs just to see what I would get. <laughs> oh boy! And I just see like a six-minute cut of freaking you <laughs> over just like a gif of uh, Mariah's ass <laughs> as she's walking. There you go. <laughs> and you've posted it somewhere. Yeah, I'm Tim, gonna post so it. Tim can chat. put it put it on the Twitter. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna watch all six minutes of this. Uh, Post just... this to Twitter. <laughs> we gotta share this with the world. There there are okay, there are shows oh, where it would not be you. good, right? Like Kyono Gono Ni. I mean like uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay, no, no anything with Clan children are out. <laughs> oh no, Clan Ed, you definitely it. put it at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs Dango Daikazaku? We got freaking you. Attack on Nagisa, but Nagisa dies of an illness. (laughs) Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny.
<laughs> uh, Attack right. on Titan, you know, just... <laughs> God. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Death Note. <laughs> just... All right, I'm going to hit stop. Thank okay. you all. Uh, yeah. <laughs>